Welcome to episode 53 of the Lebanese Physicians Podcast. And today we will be discussing a group that was formed called the Medical Campaign. Uh, and this was born out of the financial crisis in Lebanon. It's formed by a group of entrepreneurial medical students uh, who are trying to find ways to raise money to continue their education uh, in Lebanon and outside of uh, Lebanon. And uh, we have three representatives of the group today uh, with us. There's more people in this group, but we have three representatives of the group. We have uh, Jessica Bedawi, who's a, a third-year medical student at uh, Université Saint-Joseph, which is three out of seven years, uh, basically. And then we've got Amal Masri, who's a first-year medical student at AUB. But basically, she's done already three years of BS, and now she's at first-year medical school, the American way. And then we have Jad Bustani, who's a fourth-year medical student at the Université Saint-Joseph. Uh, welcome, everyone. To the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank, Thank you very you. much. I'm going to start the first question for Jad, but also for all of you feel free to chime into this. Can you tell us a bit, Jad, about like the history of, I mean, what what is what is going on in Lebanon? What's what's the financial crisis and how did it uh, affect you as medical students? Basically, the financial crisis in Lebanon literally started out of nowhere, like literally from a day to the other, literally everything like just fell into crumbles. Especially after the explosion of the 5th of August, like we had a lot of things to repair, especially that we live in Beirut, and like a lot of things to pay for, especially our education, without like a lot of funds since our our money was stuck in the bank in the first place. So we decided to come up with a medical campaign as a way to actually finance ourselves, our medical school. Uh, why is because like at the end of the day, like our parents, they are paying for like the repairments of, of the houses that was broken, of the cars, of everything. Like literally, they are not able anymore to pay for everything at the same time. You know what I mean? Everything they worked for, like those many years, it really just went away, like in a glimpse of seconds. You know what I mean? Um, so, so this is this is how basically like this is what pushed us first to actually uh, do something. Now, actually, what we did was literally like not planned at all. Like just literally it went from we weren't expecting the medical campaign to be here today. Like literally just started and it continued and. Now here we are <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So before before we go into what you did, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask now Jessica. So Jessica, so what, how did so we talked about the financial crisis? I mean, I was I was there at the time, and then October 2019 came on. The bank stopped giving out money, and and uh, all the parents, I guess, who had retired or had planned for retirement, planned to teach their kids, lost all their money. Uh, it was very sudden, and the uh, lira lost about now like 95% of its value in like two to three years that was crazy and it's not happened in a lot of other countries so how did this affect you as a probably at that time you maybe you were getting into medical school or, or you were a first year medical student so how did this affect you and affect your education as a medical student like as you know medical schools in Lebanon are actually expensive and everything is paid the tuition is paid like in dollars even if it's not 100% in dollars there's a percentage in dollars which is too much for families right now and many students couldn't afford that anymore and if it comes for us like we had to balance between our tuitions our medical life our student life and at the same time our social life and, you know, we like to have fun. We are people that love to have fun, that love to live their life fully. And we are Lebanese students at the end. Like, we have this Lebanese part. Like, we have the Lebanese urge to do everything at the same time. So we had to step in. Like, we couldn't rely on our parents and, like, ask for money or anything anymore. So we had to do a small step, even if it's a small thing. But we had to do it. And that's what we did. So, so basically... 
you felt that it would be a huge burden on your parents to support you through all these medical school years. And and Amal, was it the same for you too? Uh, at at um, I mean, your your first year now at AUB, but is it the same for you? Because also AUB tuition is very expensive, and I think at this point a lot of it is in what we call fresh dollars and not Lebanese dollars, right? So in my case, it's actually a hundred percent in dollars. Before, when the economic crisis started, the, it was on eight thou, but now it's in full fresh dollars, and we see that it's really hard for people, and it was. Uh, so shocking. So what happened is that they gave us a 40% grant for the first year for the people who are Lebanese and live, their parents reside in Lebanon. But however, we still know that this isn't enough. Like we know uh, the average tuition fee is around $40,000 and you know it's equivalent to the tuition fee maybe in the US. So living here and just having our parents getting money only in uh, the Lebanese zeros, we know how hard this is on all of us and we do feel it. That's why, and even if you see the amount of applications for the financial aid office here, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. So like the medical campaign and all of this, we work to contribute as we can, both financially, but also by supporting each other, by having a community of people that are here surrounding each other. We try to develop this family to support each other. It's, I bet it's very stressful on, on all of you. We have to remember that $1 right now equals... 35,000 dirhams. So, yeah, so it's an unlimited amount of dirhams you have to make to pay the tuition, which is crazy. How did the idea uh, come about? Maybe Jad uh, just discussed it. How did you, what were you guys doing? Like you were sitting around, like, I don't know, doing something, and then you said, let's get, get it going with ideas. How did the idea come about? Okay. Um, actually, back then, uh, in April of 2021, I used to give coding classes. I was in a company um, here in Lebanon that basically used to give coding classes. So I was a coding teacher. Um, and basically I woke up a day and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing in the engineering field, even though I'm a medical student? So what I did is basically I, I literally did a PDF back then, like a very quick PDF. And I literally put like six classes that was like, this is today's level one that will never change because like, this is the, this is the start. Level one, it's called the human body. And it talks about the heart, the DNA, um, the immunity, the brain, the bones, and the digestive system. And I wrote a PDF and I sent it to one of my students that basically used to give to take coding classes. I remember this, this kid was in Qatar. I used to give him coding classes online. So I remember very well the first session I gave. The week after, I had like a, seven students from Qatar having the classes together. And like each one, each one of them paid the fees of, of, the, of the medical classes. So I was like, wait, okay, <laughs> wait, that's something. <laughs> We're doing something here. So the first thing is I did, I did is basically I... Um, I talked to, to my friends in the medical schools because like one of the first people I ever talked I ever talked to was Ahmad. And um, so basically very directly, we started, we had a mini group and then like we started giving medical classes. And then like we were like around five, six at the time. And then like a month later, we couldn't anymore. So we're like 10, the month after 20, <laughs> now we're 50. <laughs> and, uh, and that's it. So like really, we weren't expecting it. I personally, I wasn't expecting it to bomb, like to bomb that quickly and that like well. You know what I mean? But, but like it did, and like everyone's loving our classes. I'm like, it's really impactful on the kids, on on their parents, on us, on the family that we made. Like literally, if I tell you, for example, if one, someone's feeling bad on the group, they would talk on the group directly with the medical campaign. You know what I mean? Like it's it's something that we built. We built a community of, of medical students that are there for each other before the financial and everything side of, of the medical campaign. You know what I mean? So uh, mainly that's it. 
basically it was maybe you first and then you started the idea and then you talked to Amal and then you started recruiting uh, other students exactly. to, to come in with you and do the medical, the medical campaign and medical classes. And how did you connect with students outside of Lebanon? How did that start and how, did, how was the connection made? Okay, actually, like, um, you know, Lebanese expats, they are the main reasons we have a lot of connections outside. So, you know, one person from Dubai, for example, a Lebanese expat from Dubai, and that Lebanese expat, like, knows 10 people in Dubai. And then those 10 people in Dubai knows 100 people in Dubai. And, like, this is exactly the same way in Canada, in the US, in, in, in Africa. We have a lot of students from Africa as well, um, from Kuwait, from Qatar, a lot of students from Kuwait, a lot of students from Qatar. Um, this is basically, you know, one person in the country, like, actually, you feel like you know the whole country. I don't have to explain it. It's just like the word is super big, but super small at the same time. It's crazy. So, yeah. So basically, which country did you guys start with first? I guess Qatar was probably the first one you started with, right? Qatar was the first, first student that I ever gave to. But like we had a lot of, and then the second one was Egypt. And then like we, we I, I sent a PDF to Lebanese people. And then like Kuwait was a bomb. Last year, Kuwait in July, like literally had 60, 70 students from Kuwait only. It was crazy. I'm going to ask now, I'm going to go back to asking what kind of classes you're giving, but so Jessica, for example, how did you get involved in this? Because I know Amal and Jet talked to each other and got involved, but how did somebody like you get involved in this and like how, and, and then how did the others get involved? Okay, like to be honest, to give you the real story, I'm a childhood friend. Yeah, I only want the real story. <laughs> so we were literally <laughs> in a cafe and we were literally talking and he was like, why don't you get in with me in the medical campaign? And I was like, okay, why okay. not? <laughs> and then I got stuck. Like, literally, it's something you can get out of it. Like, since we started, you keep on loving it more and more because the kids love you. You love the kids. The parents love you. You love the parents. And we are a community, like, literally a real family. So when you see us together, you will want to be one of us. So this is why the medical campaign is really successful because it's made of people that really support each other and have each other's back. And especially since we know, yeah, since we know that med school is like, it's quite hard and we know how hectic it is. Like now it's my year, med one, I see how hectic it is. But look, like now we're having this meeting with you, this podcast with you. Whenever we need each other, we're there for each other. It's like this tiny break where it's a win-win situation. We're helping each other, but we're also helping the students and applying the knowledge we're even learning now. Nowadays, we're giving it to also future students. And this will also help them in the future, not only like change now from school and learn about medicine, but also this will brighten up their future. Like they know from the start what medicine is, which we didn't know. Like, Anna, alhamdulillah, I was born in a family of doctors. So I do know I was exposed to the field of medicine and I know what it is before getting engaged in it. But people who don't know yet, or even kids, it's like this built up from the start that helps them know what their future will be about. So Jessica, maybe talk to us about like what kind of medical classes do you typically give? And, and, and then the next question is, how old are the students? All right. Now the students are from four to 16. And the classes, basically we have eight levels and each level is made of six sessions. Now each level talks about a specific topic. Like as Jad said, the first level talks about general knowledge, the body, the DNA, the heart, the brain, immunology, everything that is so general. 
And then we get into specific things like level two is more about emergencies and stuff like that. And then we have levels about printed hearts and dreams and memories. Like it's a bit of everything. And each session is very special in its own way. Like each session is divided into two parts. A part where we teach the kids how everything works, how everything is inside their body and we answer all their questions. And then the favorite part of the kids, which is the fun facts part. Like in each session, we give them fun facts. Even the parents haven't heard of any time in their life. So the parents will be enjoying the session. The kids will be enjoying the session. And you will love their reaction when you see it. Like their reaction are so priceless. Jessica, try to give one of the fun facts. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's give him the heart fun fact. If I remove my heart and I put it on the table, for how long do you think it will keep on beating for? (laughs) Uh, I don't know the answer to that, actually. What's the answer? So the kids might say zero second, one second, two seconds maximum. Well, it's actually four hours. And you can imagine their reaction when we say four hours beating on its own on the table. <laughs> yeah, that is like, I mean, he's a great fact. Like, I, I didn't know it was four hours. Uh, yeah. So that, that's a fun fact for me. I just learned something now. <laughs> uh, so, so, so basically you're giving the sessions from like a, a low level to a high level. Are they based on age? Or like if somebody is 15 years old, they can be doing the session with a six-year-old who just started, I guess, because they both started at the same time. No, it's based on age. If uh, Jad wants to continue about the idea. Okay, so basically, if you look at if you look at the website, we only have like eight levels, and each has a topic, and the topics have sessions inside. Now, the thing is that this, like, for example, the sixteen-year-old and the six-year-old were basically like um, taking the same class, like let's say the same topic, but not the same class, not the same detail. For example, I may say this. For example, like we we, we may say to the to a kid of, of seven year old that basically we love from the brain and not from the heart, and then like from a from a, for a sixteen year old maybe we can go for a like talking about oxytocin and basically how this hormone um like works in the heart. You know what I mean? So mainly that's it. Uh, and basically we have like four. We can say that we have like four ranges of ages from four four five, six nine, ten twelve, ten twelve, thirteen sixteen. But always it depends on the age. Like, for example, there's a lot of 12-year-olds that basically can take even more. So, like, we give them more. We do not limit kids. We never limit kids. It depends on the kids always. You know what I mean? Like, last, last I remember, like, last week, I had, like, a, we had, I had, like, one of my students was, like, five, four and a half. I gave him a class of seven. You know what I mean? Why? It's because, like, he was something else. <laughs> he was something else. So, uh, so yeah. So, so, the goal is, I guess, to recruit kids who are interested in potentially eventually pursuing a career in, in medicine or no or maybe no, no, no. or maybe recruit kids who just are, want some exposure to the bio- biology field and the medical field yes exactly we we never we never want like we never ask for kids that want to go to for medicine we never say our we never tell our kids go be doctors never sometimes like we, we joke around calling them doctors but that would never 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 happen why it's because we believe that basically for us our job here is to expose them about, about the medical world like for them to know what the medical world is about if they like it then we'll be more than happy to to help them and to motivate them to get the medical school. But like, but like if they if they feel like maybe engineering or like laws or art or or any other major in the world is better for them or like they feel themselves more into it, 
then we would even motivate them like and push them even more into it. We'd never push anyone into medical studies yeah. because like and not it's that. their personal choice. And not even and not only that, if we're giving medical classes, it's not to expose them only to the field of medicine, but exposing them to the field of medicine will actually also help them with the, like learning about viruses, about COVID. Why should they protect themselves from that? They should know the reason behind it. It's not only if they want to pursue a career in medicine, no, that's necessary. I think everyone, like even engineering people, should know about viruses, should know about protection, should know about many of uh, the most important things. It's just like stuff that are roaming around. As we know, as medical students, we do know about AI because AI is going to be implemented in medicine. But we do know this is a field that's related to computer science. Like it's just exposing ourselves to the knowledge that we're supposed to have. That's it. So you guys have developed, I guess, you have a strict curriculum that you follow, right? Uh, basically, yeah. that you've developed. Uh, and who looked, uh, is it you guys who developed the curriculum or do you have like mentors or physicians in the medical schools that have helped you develop that curriculum, I guess? Uh, we have a team. We have a team for everything. So like we have a team for, for teachers, we call them brainers. And then we have a team for uh, like curriculum writers, curriculum brainers as well, we call them have the brain uh, it's the main thingy in, in the medical campaign so it depends and basically like the most amazing thing is that we communicate with each other like the communication in the medical campaign is something let's say sacred why is because for example someone has to write the curriculum someone's writing the curriculums and then they send it to jesse for example or tamal tamal like reads it and like goes around okay that's good but that's not good can we like, let's adjust this and like for example Amal takes the curriculum and she adjusts himself herself you know what i mean so like it's there's a huge teamwork and that's the main thing about it like we're passionate about what we're doing and like we never we never take this as as a job because like it's not a job it's it's more like 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 a favor like let's say like for example if, if amal asked me to do something i would do it not because like we are like, let's say colleagues or something because she's my sister, literally she's my sister. So asking for something, I have to do it. Even though sometimes like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, like literally like, uh, let's say siblings uh, relationships. <laughs> so how many, how many countries have you managed to be involved in right now in the campaign? 26. 26? Yeah. Right. Are they like, uh, so, so obviously it's a lot of them are probably part of the, are the Gulf countries like the UAE, Qatar, Saudi, right? Egypt, and then uh, are there others like Canada, the U.S., Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Australia, we had two. Like literally, they they finished their first level, and then they're gonna start their next level now, like now. But like the problem, the problem usually with the with Canada and Australia and the, and the states is the as the time difference. Yeah, because like for example, like um, we have like students in the states that like they take. It's 11 p.m. We give them 11 p.m., which basically is 4 p.m. in the states. Right, so it's exactly. 4 p.m. in the states. It's 11 p.m. in our in like um lab. So we manage. We always manage to to, uh, to 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 cover, but sometimes it's a bit hard. And then when you teach these students, are they all sitting in class, or are you do you teach them separately at homes? Like it's more like private lessons for students at their houses. It depends. It depends on the on kids. The number of kids that you have or the number of kids that have been recruited for that. What are some cool countries that you're teaching at? That, that maybe we don't think that there's a lot of Lebanese in them. Um, let's say you have students from Bulgaria. Like, that was a shock for me. <laughs> now, someone told me that, like, uh, Bulgaria was a shock for me, yeah. And uh, we have, like, one student from Serbia. Um, she took one level. She really liked it, but, like, um, she liked it, but, like, she, she has, like, now she's, she's 15, and they do something in Serbia... I don't know. They don't do. They don't do the usual. Uh, we call it in Lebanon. They do something else, and she couldn't continue. You know what I mean? But like, she loved the classes. 
Um, what what else? We have like a lot of African countries, a lot of Congo, a lot of Ghana, a lot of Nigeria, a lot of a lot of those countries, a lot of Abidjan, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Ivory Coast. Um, we're technically like everywhere. Let's say we are everywhere. <laughs> expanding. And how many? Wherever connection can take us. How many students right now are involved in the medical campaign, and uh, from how many medical schools in Lebanon? Uh, right now, like now, like you mean medical students? Yeah. Like we're more than fifty. We're more than fifty. Let me check the group. Jessica or Emma, can you tell me like how many medical schools are involved in, in this? Literally, we're all of them. Like six, seven out of seven, I guess. So basically, you're doing this one to foster collaboration among the various medical schools and create like a community, a medical student community. But number two, you did it primarily initially for financial or, or easing the financial burden on your on your parents. And so how much, you don't have to tell me the exact number, but approximately how much money, let's say, have you raised so far and how many students have been helped with this? Okay, this is a very good question. The right amount we can like literally we can't even say because like it, it depends because like literally we make a good income, but as well like the the outcome is is really huge. Last year we actually helped six plus fourteen to twenty medical students to actually pay their tuitions, and we were able to cover all of them, which is really really nice. But like usually like we focus on like covering let's say a bigger number than a bigger amount. Like for us, covering like 20% of many medical students is better than covering 100% of a, a small number. That way we can help a bigger amount of people basically cover their medical school fees. Yes, basically you're covering people who are in the most need, I guess. One question I'm going to ask you is, how do you decide which students need to be helped? Is there an application we, way or how, how, does that, how is that decided? Okay, there, there's many ways. Okay, there are students, we know them personally in the team. Like Jessica and Amal and I, we know them. Okay, so so one, we help them. Two, there's another way actually we're actually helping medical uh, students. is basically like we have the small team that basically we pay their, the, the, the school tuition, the medical school tuition. And then there's the bigger team. The bigger team, what do we do is we pay them on the hour. So for example, like they give a medical class and we pay them in fresh dollars since we are getting paid in fresh dollars. And basically for them, it's a better deal than basically them go, going and finding a, a way to teach outside. So like we, we pay them on the hour in dollars that like at the end of the month, like they have a strong, like let's say like a nice uh, income that actually they can use for their medical school tuition. So like we have many ways to actually cover, uh, to help medical students. And actually we, we're always trying to find more. And obviously any student who's going to be helped is going to be a student who helps you teach the classes, right? Like you're not going to help somebody who says, I'm not interested in helping, but I want to be helped with in my medical school. Let's say yes. Let's say yes. Like okay. um, at the end of the day, like medical campaign is, is, uh, is our baby and you want to like improve it and you want to like make it like turn it into a very big adult, let's say. So um, like everyone that's basically is going to help us take the medical campaign from a baby to an adult, basically we're going to help them as well, like, right? Yeah. And how, how, do you, <laughs> how do you monitor like let's say people are getting paid, right? Where supposedly this money should be going towards covering their medical school tuition, but uh, but how do you monitor? Like, what if somebody gets the money and goes like attends like several beach parties and spends the money on the on the beach party? So, <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like just like Jessica said, um, we are Lebanese people, and like when we say Lebanese, we mean party, and like like even me and Jessica and Amal, 
we love to party. Like literally, sometimes like out of nowhere, I like literally it would it would have been like three weeks I didn't see Amal. We just like we're working without seeing seeing each other. Out of nowhere, like I see her in a party and like I don't know, like the other side of Lebanon. And this is this is the nice this is the nice thing of, of the Lebanese. Even though like there's crisis and stuff, we always manage we always manage to have fun, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like for example, now today, if if someone like felt that basically he he can't like he's working at the end of the day. Like it's it's his it's his efforts that he's putting into the medical campaign, and if his efforts and like after a year of basically putting and like paying his tuition and studying and stuff, if you want to go to to the party, let them go. We'd be more than happy. We'd literally join them. <laughs> so so really so really, we we never worry about this. Like um at the end of the day, like it's just like yeah, what I was saying is basically you give and it gives you back, and it's it's just it's amazing. That's it. It's amazing. <laughs> so, so maybe this is a question for uh, Amal and Jessica. So, what are some of the future uh, endeavors, or what, how do you see the future of the medical campaign uh, going at this point? Like, what what are some of your future plans uh, that you're uh, working on? Okay, so basically, the medical campaign is really getting bigger and bigger day by day. So we have so many plans, and you cannot imagine how big it's getting. Like. Every day we just get bigger and just like out of nowhere, we don't know how, we don't know how our efforts are getting like, I don't know how to explain it, but the feeling is amazing. And every day we have some good news and Jad will be telling us some amazing news in the meetings and we will be like, oh my God, we were not here last week and now we're here. Like, can you imagine the thing? Like now we're collaborating with so many schools and everything and we're getting bigger all around the world like it's not only in Lebanon like we're building connections everywhere and literally we're sp- spreading just like the virus spreads everywhere we're a virus that's spreading everywhere the medical virus <laughs> so basically your plans but in a good way are, yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> your plans at this point are continued growth I guess and maybe yes, maybe definitely. and maybe continue growth of the curriculum, I guess, too at the same yeah, time. Yeah, right? of course, the curriculum always grows, and also growth to other countries. We're always open to many countries, and also trying to expand each person on its own the connections that they have abroad. And hopefully, you will also help us expand and know, <laughs> like, for students to get to know us more because it's really an amazing initiative. That's a win-win situation for everyone. But also, uh, Jessica was giving during the summer uh, uh, classes and summer camps and galleries so live classes. So for now, our main platform is through online. It's through online platforms through Zoom because we know that the people are abroad, but hopefully also implementing constant classes that are, that are gonna take place live and all the stuff related to that. Are you planning any classes inside of Lebanon, like just to help the students in Lebanon, not necessarily for money, but more for uh, volunteering, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we have a lot of plans actually we have a lot of uh we we actually can't say what we have in mind right now but like we're gonna collaborate with like a huge uh, ngo uh, we're gonna like uh, donate medical classes to to uh to kids that basically cannot actually afford uh getting classes wise because maybe like even if they can't afford education sometimes they can't even afford like uh, going to the hospitals and, and things and then if they like it's it's medical knowledge it's something they can use and they can they can literally like um something they can touch because like it's their bodies at the end of the day you know what i mean so like if they get to understand the information that we give them they can help themselves and they can help the community they actually uh, are in and maybe someday literally like take that and like get out of the community and shine everywhere you know what i mean because like we believe in in people we believe in 
in every single soul in the, in the world. When you're giving classes outside of Lebanon, do you, do you usually try to do surveys or get feedback to try to improve upon the classes? Yeah. We have a Google form. We send it to the parents and like they fill it. Man, you, you guys are well planned. <laughs> <laughs> we try to think about everything, but there's always things that we don't think about. No, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, they just open the door. Hello, I'm a problem. <laughs> so what's, what's your advice, I guess, for high school students right now who want to get into medical school in Lebanon who are concerned about their finances? Uh, what, do you, what do you advise them to do? So I advise them to, if they want to go for medicine, then they should go for it. And we're going to all help each other, support each other, and find a way to be able to finance this because this, uh, no, it's our future. It's what you want to do. If you want to, do medicine and if you love medicine then you will shine bright and you are you will excel and related to the financial reasons and the financial issues we will be able to help each other whether it's through uni whether it's through the medical campaign whether it's through the constant support we have we'll be able to go through it hopefully even though the tuition fees are really expensive Jessica what's your advice like as Amal said, to continue her idea, like when there is a will, there's always a way. And we are Lebanese people. Like we will always be here for each other. We always support each other, no matter what we go through, because nobody will understand what we're going through unless he's one of us. So that's why we are here for each other. And really, us teenagers always have big goals and we should believe in those goals because we can reach them. Thanks to all of you for being on the podcast today. I mean, you guys are like a shining example of like the young people who uh, who probably hopefully will bring Lebanon back to uh, to the way it was before, despite everything that's happening. Because, I mean, the, the way you're doing it is like you're giving hope to people, right? Like when people are like, oh, we can't do anything about it. It's so bad right now. You've been able to be entrepreneurs, devise methods to be able to collect and make the money to help people go through their medical education. And that's very important. And I, I can see it. I mean, now with you were able to help 20 students last year, it looks like with the growth that you're having right now, you probably will be able to help maybe 40 next year and then maybe even more the year after. And it looks like it's... I hope so. We really, really hope so. Exactly. Just like looking, if Jad started at the beginning on his own during the pandemic, after the economic crisis, pandemic, economic crisis, explosion, he was on his own. And now we're over 50, 50 medical students from Lebanon helping each other and giving classes to people from 26 countries in less than a year. All of that growth was within one, two years. Then imagine having even more time. What can we do? And with more people and with more contributions and with more exposure, just like you're doing now. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank then, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we hope we get to somewhere like that's even huger than what it is now. All right. Thank you, Jad. Thank you, Amal. And thank you, Jessica, for being on the podcast. And also thank you to the more than 50 students who are contributing to this campaign at this time. Thank you. We bring you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for having us. Thank for, you. Thank you very, very much. Bye. Nice to meet Bye. you. Bye. Nice, nice to meet you. you. Bye.